Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horror. Hey there, Chris. And also today we have got another special guest and he's becoming a friend of the show. We've got Mr. Asa Caton. Hello guys, thanks for having me back. It's great to be here. Can I just say, absolutely amazing effort on the podcast so far. It's great to see the numbers that you guys are pulling in. It's really entertaining. Keep going. Thank you very much, sir. Now, obviously, we're recording this straight after the show, so we're hot off the press. So, Asa, as the guest, what have you got to say about tonight's episode? Oh, guys, I didn't know you were coming to me first. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's any big shock tonight. I, I think we, we expected exactly what was coming. You guys had already called it. It was going to be um, it was going to be Joe and it was going to be Elmer. Pretty gutted to see Elmer go, to be fair. Because I think she she stood up well to um, to the absolute horror that is Mora and Joe. I think the way the way that the the episode actually panned out last night, you saw him have a bit of a sit down and a heart to heart with Lucy. And as I said at the time, you know, <laughs> too late, mate. Too little, too late. You are out of here. And uh, yeah, he went. Do you not think? And to both of you. I mean, we've poked fun at Joe and we've tweeted out things, you know, but do you not think he's been vilified slightly, you know, because everything in there is magnified so much? I think I said this last time I came on, Dave, you know, he's he's gone in there, he's, he's pulled an absolute worldie. I think he's been overawed by that and he's been quite protective of her. Yeah. Um, so as as much as some of the stuff he's done has been a bit, it, yeah, it has been borderline creepy, but I can kind of understand why he's been like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you. I get you because, I mean, let's not forget when he gave that speech, and it was, you know, perfect. Every word that he said, he said, you know, I, I know I've been a bit of a knob. He didn't use those words, but that was essentially what he was saying. And yeah. he said, I, I, "Brilliant line, you know, my, you're my unicorn." I thought, oh, that's he's fucking nailed it there. Obviously, we know as the audience, you two are fucked, and probably you, Joe, in particular. And I don't know if the producers were just playing with us a little bit there to say, aha, look, we made this guy out to be a serial killer. He's actually a really nice guy. I think as well that what a coincidence for him to, as he's about to get absolutely thrown under the bus by the public, he conveniently does this you know, heart-to-heart with her. And I'll be honest with both of you, I agree what you're saying slightly, but I call utter bullshit. I think he's been briefed by the producers to fucking break the fall. Because I I did say on one of our tweets yesterday that I honestly believe that he needs a bit of support. I mean, seeing what's happened with the show recently, with a couple of people who've who've lost their lives, not straight from the show, but the life after the show, and there's no backup. I was a bit worried for him, as much as I thought he was a bit of a bellend. I did. I was worried for him <laughs> when he comes out, because if he goes on someone like Loose Women, they're going to fucking tear him a new arse, aren't they? Let's be honest. <laughs> well, Chris, I- I'm sorry. I- I'm going to call your ability to call bullshit. <laughs> because... <laughs> In the last, up until the last twenty-four hours, you were hashtag Team Mora. <laughs> you've you've done you've done more one eighties than than Tommy has spun degrees cumulatively since he's gone in there. 
I, I, I have no excuse, Ace. I mean, I've been on that many teams and trains in these three weeks. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been waiting. I have been waiting for five days for you guys to have me back on here. <laughs> just so I could call you out. So, Chris, Chris, I call your calling out bullshit. <laughs> And he said, I am not going to argue with you because <laughs> I make the most. And as Davis said, and you said the same, I am the guy who jumps out of a plane without a parachute and then wonders yep. where, where my parachute is when I'm halfway down. So I am totally irrational. I'm the absolute headless chicken who, who overcommits to everything. And I know that with Mora, I made an absolute fucking faux pas. So I hold my hands up <laughs> to both of you. But Ace, more importantly, it's my fucking podcast, and I'll do what I want, all right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, he, seems, he seems to be muted. We can't, we can't hear you. <laughs> I think that the, the, one, the one thing I would say is, and I, obviously I get the benefit of listening to this podcast after you guys recorded it, usually. The one thing I would say is that with the benefit of hindsight, I think that some, some of your judgments on the characters in the villa are probably based more on a reactionary face value than actually delving deeper into the psychology of it. I think the I think the editing's got a lot to do with that. I think there's been some very clever editing in play. But I, I would say that yeah, a lot of a lot of the, 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 the characters in there I think you guys take on face value. I think for me personally I also think that's the way the show is, to be fair. I don't know about yourself, Dave. And that's that's what I, what I should probably add to that is, that's what makes the show entertaining, and that's what makes you guys entertaining. Yeah. I'm probably overthinking it a bit, but I get time to stand back and do that because, <laughs> I'm, not, because I'm not on the show regularly. Well, that's a fair comment. Well, guys, before we go into deep psychology then, I mean, <laughs> for me, Elmer won that episode last night, apart from getting booted out at the end, which I'm with you, Asa, I was gutted about. I'd said yesterday, I, I thought, surely they can't boot her out when she's only just really arrived there. Yeah. And Maura is somehow there. But, you know, I was I was slightly annoyed with the way she seemed to capitulate. You know, she Maura is a dominating personality, isn't she? So she was giving her loads. And at, at the end of that initial conversation, Elmo was just basically admitting guilt on something she she shouldn't have felt any guilt for. But as the episode went on, you know, you saw her try and rationalize itself. She was annoyed with herself and eventually called her out. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I thought she did a brilliant job there. I think, um, I think Maura calling out girl code was just... <laughs> she was she was so hypocritical, and I think that the, the nation has probably turned against her since she's done that. It was just unfortunate that all that happened for Elmer after the vote had been and gone. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I, th- I agree both of you on this. Elmer for me was the star of that show, and, and there's not been many who faced up to people. And that Mora, Jesus Christ, what what the hell world is she living in when she's like we just said she's calling her out girl code. It's like. Come on, anybody watching it? And then she's she's literally she obviously gets her own way. I meant I called out Amy a few episodes ago for that, and this Maura is obviously somebody who's the alpha of her family who goes around probably mm. dominating, but probably her parents. And I don't know this; I'm just guessing. But but she seems so headstrong that even when she's wrong, she's fucking right. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what I have an issue with with her. I think you guys touched on this previously, but could you imagine if there was a bloke? in the villa behaving the way that Maura has. He'd, he'd have been chucked off already. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He'd be, he'd be down the road. He'd be getting he'd the police investigating and everything. He'd be, he'd be mm. that. But that was literally sexual harassment to Tommy, wasn't it? Uh, and but, but what I can't. Sorry to cut across you there, Chris. But what I couldn't get, and and again, as, as with Tommy, when he says his sweet lines, I think he believes them himself. But when she's saying to Elmer, she's saying, "When I came in, Tommy and Molly May weren't together." Mm. Yes, they fucking were, yes, they in were. every way. They were coupled up, and they were sort of together. Now, Molly May did kind of, she was deliberating a little bit with Danny and Anton, wasn't she? But they were absolutely coupled up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you great? Now, uh, oh, guys, sorry, hey, sick one. You can say. I was just going to say, you know, Maura, for me, she's just an absolute sex pest. I'm going to yeah. call it out. Makes yeah, fucking great TV, though. It does make <laughs> You know what? It is. It, and that's what I was saying. I said, you know, I think it was the last episode, Ace. I said, when you have these people who are so controversial that you absolutely hate them, once they leave, it becomes too vanilla. Characters like her have to be in the show because I've got to be honest. I have no fucking horse in the race between Danny and Yuanda. I don't give a fuck about them, too. I actually think now she's playing him. Because she's either been absolutely pert beyond belief by somebody or she's just playing a game because he, he literally sounds like he's all in. I, I really yeah. believe him, to, to be honest. Sorry, just just before we get into Yuandi and Danny, I think I just, just again on Elmer, we'd sort of said that Elmer and Anton, there's, there's not really a lot of chemistry there. But, I mean, I, I'm doing the 180 here with Anton a bit. You know, I'm sure in the outside world, you know, when he gets out there, he's going to be quidsing. Absolutely. So I can't feel that sorry for him. But the thing with Elmer just and Anton, it, it just seemed a little bit forced. And I don't know whether he knows his own comedy time in himself. But, you know, when it was announced, you know, he'd been saved, Elmer had gone, he went into the diary room and he said, I've lost my best mate in the villa and the person I'm coupled up with. <laughs> I just thought, he doesn't know his own comedy timing, I don't think. And I just thought that was brilliant because obviously, I don't know about you, but I was thinking he was talking about Elmer in that first bit. Yeah, but, some, yeah some I've really come know. around on Anton. Uh, yeah, right, right from the start, I think we all agreed that um, Anton was going to be the the entertainment character, and, and he hasn't let us down. No, he hasn't. <laughs> Not at all. Just before we go back to Danny and Yuanda, I've got to say, Dave, he did slightly mention that he wasn't happy with the person he's coupled up with, talking about the fact that she's had a Barney with another girl over a lad they're both interested in. I think well, he's friend zoned himself, hasn't he? Yeah. They both talked to him. So Tom was yesterday, wasn't he? And he was saying, yeah. you know, before, you know, bro code, before I go and talk to her, I just want to talk to you. And he's like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Go for it. Like, you know, and then she's, <laughs> she's confided in him, you know, about this thing with Tom. And it's just, like, again, I, I, I can't help but warn to him. Because of the way, you know, he's come in with all the bravado and, and everything. And I don't think you can fake being that nice. It's like Curtis. Yeah. So, yeah, hats off to him there. And I hope, I do hope there's some blonde stunner, because obviously that's his type, um, comes in and then he couples up with someone. I, I think he deserves that now. He's, he's had more kickings than anyone in that villa so far. No, I agree. Now, what do you think about Danny and Yuanda then? What I mentioned before, I just think it's, she's panicked now completely, and I don't, I don't get what her dynamic is. If I'm being honest, I don't, I don't understand what her her end game is. I mean, 
Danny sat there, you had some pretty harsh words to say about Danny on the last podcast, Chris. Now, he's he's a bit of a he's a bit of a wet character for me. Yeah. I think I expected him to come in and be full of his own not his own importance, but his own you know, he's a good looking guy. I thought he'd come in all guns blazing and just make his way around the girls. He's he seems to have, have uh, made a beeline for Yuandi. And that's he seems to have not settled for that, but he's put all his eggs in that basket. And he's been—he was completely honest with her um, as they were—they were sat on the on the sunbed together. And she, it almost feels like she's now trying to talk him out of the relationship. She's trying to sabotage the, the relationship, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. It could be a human nature thing. It could be nature. But actually, I do agree with both uh, both of you because I actually think that. She was hoping he would be a typical bloke and go, well, you've got to keep your options open, you know, do a bit of a Anton and like, well, you never yeah. know, do what's around the corner. And he didn't. And he, he told her the, probably the nicest, and I must have slated him, the, the nicest speech I've heard in there, which seemed so genuine and true. Mm. And then I wait, all I was waiting for was to put her arms around him, kiss him, like, oh, that's, this is it, bit of, bit of nicer music that edited in. No, he got fuck all. She just sort of looked to him. Ah, oh, right, okay. And I was like, wow. <laughs> what, what an uncomfortable <laughs> silence as well, where they're yeah. both staring into the front, you know, it it's like, oof. Yeah, fantastic, absolutely I was, fantastic. I was literally, I was sat forward in my chair going, go on. Come on. <laughs> Someone Come on. say something. Break the uncomfortable silence, for God's sake. Oh, no. it's fucking amazing. Amazing. What do you think of Tom, by the way, this new lad? He looks like he doesn't really give a shit, to be honest, does he? Tom from Leeds from Manchester. In, yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire, Yorkshire Lancashire lad, yeah, him, um, who's got a Manchester accent. But he, uh, he seems la- like he'll double dip everyone, I think. I was laughing at the podcast yesterday when Dave said that. Does that make me Asa from Blackpool from Manchester? <laughs> So, so where do you say you're from? You, you must say you're from Blackpool, don't you, Asa? No, if people ask me where I'm from, I'm from Manchester. I live in oh, Manchester. Oh, my bullshitometer's off the scale again. <laughs> Here we go. It's worse than that, because I'm actually living in Stockport. So well, I'm not yeah. even from Manchester. Yes, you really are. You? But, well, yeah. I can say that because I was born and bred in Manchester and I still live in Manchester. Oh, so I, I, really? I'll take the moral I go. But, Dave, you lived in Manchester, didn't you? Well, you were Cheshire as well, I suppose, weren't you, for a while? Manchester, what? Cheshire. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I still, I'm, I'm not sure what I think about him. And what I, what I do like about him is that, you know, again, Maura has just thrown herself <laughs> at him. And he's he's obviously he'd have gone for Elmer. You could see that, couldn't you? Uh, if she'd have stayed in. Now I'm not sure what he's going to do next. But the fact that he is just a bit wary, and and he'd even called more out. I, I think it was last night, wasn't it? Where he said, "Well, it seems a bit strange. You were so for Tommy, and now you're just throwing yourself with your sex eyes at me." So it, it'll be interesting where he goes now. I think he was just edging his bets, if I'm honest. Yeah, because um, he he obviously had interest from from Mora and from Elmer, mm-hmm. but I, but I think he knew that Elmer was coupled up with Anton. Yeah. So I think I, I don't ju- think he I think was he, asked by that. To be honest, I think he would. Uh, I think he was just keeping the piece. Mora on. I think he was keeping Mora on the back burner. Yeah, yeah. Just in case Elmer decided that she was going to make a go of it with Anton. Well, I think two things come out of it for me. 
they've now got in there, and I'm going to coin an American phrase, the probably best free agent in the house, which is Lucy. So I think <laughs> Anton's going to get his tightest pants on again tonight. Tom's going to have a go, and I won't be surprised if Tommy ditches Molly, who I've got to say kisses him, which is the loudest kiss between, and Dave mentioned this yesterday, but I think I forgot to drop in there. It was like someone had put a suction thing on a piece of glass. I've never seen anything like it. I'm not blaming either of them. It was the loudest <laughs> kiss I've ever heard. What, 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 what did you guys make to the eyes on the fries challenge? Because I, I, I thought that looked like a whole lot of fun. But Molly May was utter shit at everything from what I could see. You know? <laughs> Whereas Maura could obviously take quite a lot of milkshake in her mouth. Um, yes. <laughs> Molly May just kept turning away. You know, you could see Tommy was dropping it down. And she was like, yeah, get it away. <laughs> you can't get away with that one, Dave. That's a classic. I'm sure Maura. No, she filled yeah. up. So Amber even said, you know, she filled up the, uh, she filled it up right to the top. Absolutely. I think, I think Maura's had plenty of experience in um taking a lot of liquid into take, her mouth taking taking <laughs> a lot of milkshake in her mouth <laughs> comes quite handy in daily life that doesn't it you know uh, it does especially it, now the 5p plastic bag charges come in well that, and now the the <laughs> paper straws as well don't they so. yeah. <laughs> does 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 more as milkshake bring all the boys to the yard though <laughs> We're treading a fine line here. Let's move I tell on. you what, while we're treading a fine line, let's stick on that line a bit more. Because, I mean, Chris, you'd mentioned about Jordan yesterday and not really warming to him. Yeah. And he seems to have just that permanent cheesy grin on his face. And I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure what I make of him yet either. But when Anna and Jordan were in the diary room, I know, did you notice that Anna said like, I had to take everything in he had into my mouth. And then Jordan's just sat there with a massive, the biggest smile in the villa there, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did. You know, you haven't seen anything yet. So <laughs> why, I, I don't I don't get why Michael and Amber got away with it. And as the judges, I, I think that was the best best thing for them. But it would have been fun to see them in that position as well, I think. Yeah. I agree, I agree. I think as well, is what, what's interesting, the dynamic of, of the house, I'm still, I promise you, I agree, Dave, when you're doing this, I am not convinced by Tommy at all that he's into that Molly at all. One bit, I do not believe that he, tonight he will not make a play well, for Lucy. I honestly don't. I, I said I said this straight after the episode. Lucy will either be, she'll be straight out the door and hand a ticket in, or... It, well, Tom, Lucy will be straight out the door unless Tommy throws his hand in. Yes. Yes. What do you think, Dave? I, I think Tommy will be making a play. I still don't really see any connection, though. though to be honest, Tommy does have that, like, boyish smile, like when he was telling Curtis about, you know, the kiss and everything. And the way he recited what he was saying, he'd obviously rehearsed what he was saying yeah. to her. And, and you know, all very, very good lines, but I just don't believe it. It was just too rehearsed. Mm -hmm. And I think it is going to – I don't see them as a strong couple at all, and I think he will make a play for Lucy. And on the outside world, Joe's going to be watching TV going, I fucking knew it! I knew it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he will. Well, we'll know it's serious with Tommy. When he starts singing Aerosmith, I don't want – you know, like his brother, then we know he's definitely for Molly. But I agree – now, just before we, we go, because obviously we get to the end of this show, 
tomorrow's show, what are the predictions, guys? I know I've alluded to a couple of things. What, AC, you go first. What do you honestly believe is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? I think from the preview, there was a lot of Lucy getting upset. I think the focus on tomorrow's show would be Lucy getting upset, trying to lead everyone to believe that she's going to leave the villa following um, following Joe. And then I think there will be a twist at the 11th hour where where Tommy makes a play for for Lucy. Yeah, I think very much more of the same. I, I can see that. You know, we saw in the preview that she she's talking to someone. You don't see them, but you know it's Tommy. Uh, she's saying she only has two friends, you know, you and Anton. Um, and she's right. You know, she has been she has got a few knives in the back there. And mm. I, I don't know if you noticed, but Amy, when they got voted out, Amy went straight up to Elmer, who's been there for a few days. So, again, very, very telling in, in some of the actions there. I think we might see a little bit more about Jordan and Anna. I still think Anna is playing it up because she thought she was going to get kicked out of the villa. You know, she's in the diary room. She's talking about how they've got a great connection. Now, again, I, I just don't see it. You know, I mean, I, I might be a bit old fashioned, but when you're talking about romantic lines and things, you know, it may come across a bit cheesy, but kind of things when he's by the pool, he could say, you know, I could listen to you talk all day, looking at you, I get lost in your eyes. And he could say all of these romantic things. And he goes, your bikini matches your eyes. It looks <laughs> sick. <laughs> Fucking great line, that. Great line. So, I, I, but I think tonight we might be, see a little bit more of them. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think I think for me, Dave, and I honestly believe that our friend of the show, and Ace, I do believe that before I mentioned it, you were going to, called me out, but I do believe that she's just about now polishing up her hobnail boots and good old Amy's going to give Lucy a fucking kicking while she's down tonight. I honestly think that's what's going to happen. I think she's going to have the knives out and everything, but Tommy and her are going to do something. Maybe Molly will get a bit jealous, change the dynamic. Also, there's going to be new additions to the house now, without a doubt. Mm. So I, I honestly believe there's going to be either two women coming or two men. It's, it's cliched, I know. And as I keep mentioning, at some point, they will get this weekend away where they literally introduce a whole new group of lads and what'll happen is five lads coming, five girls coming and they get to pick two of them to stay if they're coupled up. The rest of them end up going. But it's like a, a formula that's worked as long as they follow the same format of the last couple of years. Yeah. So the difference between last year and this year is that last year we very early on saw the formation of Jack and Danny. And that was a kind of solid relationship all the way through the series. And this year we haven't had that. There's no, no Curtis and Amy are probably trying to be that but I don't think they've got the following in the house that Jack and Danny had. It's a very yeah. different dynamic. So I've just got, sorry to cut across you there, but you know, when like Google and Twitter auto fills, what you're going to put in next. <laughs> I had to type that in this morning as I do to try and keep up with the news and stuff. And I typed in Google love Island. And the next word that came up was fingered. <laughs> 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 Back to what you were saying there, Asa, but I, I was just having a little chuckle about that. That's just completely not not thrown you. Yeah. So I, I do this to Chris all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I I still I'm I'm not a fan of Curtis. I'm not a fan of Amy. They still seem to be getting involved in other people's business where they don't need to, but. Just going on from what Chris said, I did say I was going to call him out on Amber. I think I'm I'm still very much Team Amber. I do like what's going on between Amber and Michael. 
I think they, they seem to be just taking it easy, taking it slow. I think there's a, a good dynamic there between them. But I think Amber was absolutely right to call out Lucy after the food fight. I think Lucy knew exactly what she was doing in that food fight. She went hell for leather for Amy. And then she sat there afterwards and tried to play it down and say, I was just having a laugh. I was just having a laugh. And she she knew that she wasn't just having a laugh. She knew that she'd gone for uh, Amy and Amber was right to call it out. She stood there and she's done what she said right from the start. She's been honest with everyone and she's just called it as it is. And she stood there and said, Lucy, you know, you can sit there having a laugh and a joke about it and saying it was just a, it was just a bit of banter. I was just throwing a bit of food around, but actually, you know, it was more than that. And you know that Amy's crying. So don't sit there and try and be the innocent. So fair play to, 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 you know, hashtag Team Amber for me. Fair play. She's stuck to her guns. I would say that I do understand what you're saying. I do understand why Lucy did it, because she's been absolutely thrown under the bus and mm-hmm. a slight bit of bullying. But as you said to me at the start, Asa, I call that bullshit. Like, there you fucking <laughs> is. <laughs> I, well, we, we, I we've already said... called out your ability to claim <laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> And having done the footy podcast, I I'm, I think I'm with you on that one, Asa, to be honest. All, all Burnley are going to finish fourth. <laughs> but, um, I, I see that perspective. Now, I, I was agree, thinking yeah. about this more, and I was thinking, you know what? If I was in there with some friends, I think I'd be throwing the cake more at who I thought my friends were than everyone else. So... I, I genuinely, I don't know the answer. It's, it's interesting because we, we came down on the side of the fence that was, you know, Amber stepped over the line a bit there. Mm. And again, with the editing, it's not like the old days of Big Brother where you could see everything. So you could see a lot more of the context. You're seeing what the producers yeah. want you to see. So I think we both could be right. But to be honest, all I heard from that, Asa, was that you were rooting for the Scouser and the Geordie. Yeah, yeah. Poor that, well, Asa. That is well, perfect. No, I'm, 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 I'm still Team Amber. She, she went in there with a very clear intention that she, she is what she is. She's honest with everybody, and she's never diverted away from that. No, no. And to be fair, what, what I know, joking aside, what I just said then, but, but I agree. What she did wasn't wrong. She was sticking up for a friend. She was sticking up for someone she saw as her friend being sort of picked on and, and victimised. But what she hasn't seen, and that's not her fault, that's because Amy plays such a good game, mm. is what's happened to Lucy. We've got hindsight and the fact that we can actually see, we can watch it, the foresight, watching the show, sorry, that we can actually see what's going on. She might not be seeing what Amy's doing. So you are right. All she sees is that Lucy's had a pop at Amy. So she would do that. I have no problem with Amber. I think she does wear a heart on her sleeve. And she's probably one of the only ones who actually doesn't stand any bullshit like what Elmer did. Yeah. I give her credit. So you are right. All joking is that you are correct. But unfortunately, we see what Amy's done. And Amy's a fucking bitch. So there's, there's, there's probably two things that I'd say to come back to that. So regardless of who it was whether it was Lucy, Amy, or any of the other housemates, yeah. I would say that, that I think Amber would have called it out regardless. And I think she would have stood there and said, you're right, you might be laughing and joking, but that person's away and they're upset. So you need to fix that. Yeah. I think she's just that kind of character in the villa. Yeah. And the other thing that I would say is that, yes, Lucy probably has been borderline bullied by the rest of the girls. I think if she's playing the game, she's missed a trick by sitting there and saying, oh, it's just a bit of banter, I didn't really mean it, when we all know from looking 
in from the outside that actually it was more than that. That's just my take on it. Make yourself, Dave. Very good. And and again, look, we're all just discussing it, aren't we? And just giving our opinion. So (laughs) that's that's brilliant. More more the better. Let's not fall out, lads. Let's not fall out. No, no. (laughs) I'm fucking having you back on now. Hang on a minute. The, 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 the cynic's now the biggest fan, and, and he's watching, and he's got the app and that. And then Ace has come on and destroyed us, Dave. So we might as well bring it. Oh, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. While I'm here, I do need to call something else out. Oh, for fuck's sake. fucking hell. Here we go. I do I mean, need to call something else out. We're having to be resonating now. Go on. Uh, Isn't this when the theme music's coming in? <laughs> Here we go, Mr. Horrocks. Mr. Oh, Horrocks. Here we go. <laughs> the, the, the show's biggest cynic, who is now watching every episode, he's now watching the unseen episodes. <laughs> he's got the app. Don't forget After Sun. <laughs> he's got he's got the app. He's listening. He's listening to the official podcast. He's he's watching the the After Sun episodes. <laughs> Mate, what has happened? <laughs> to be fair, that's that's not new information. I, I think I've called myself out on that, haven't I? You know, we yeah. set off this project so that, you know, we'd have very opposing views and, you know, I'd be the cynical one. I think I lasted to about episode three and I was completely hooked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm all I'm... in. I've forgotten all of that cynicism. And I think it's, it's probably Chris, you know, yeah, <laughs> out I... of the two of us who's more like, ah, oh, it's all a show. I'm like, oh, just buying it all hook, line and sinker, to be honest. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point in it. That's the it's a great dynamic because like what you've just done there today, Ace, is really good because it brings another opinion to the show that and and it really does. And, and just to sort of split off from that, anyone who's listening, guys, and we've had some cracking responses to this show we have we read one out yesterday we've had another responsible lady called karen praising me and dave for the show she really enjoys it we can't thank her enough thank you karen but if you do want to get involved and you don't fancy coming on and talking to us which anybody's is well you know if you're willing to come on we will have you on as a guest get on the app on anchor and leave us a voice message and we'll either read it out if you don't want to read it out play it in the show so anything like that get over there guys we do appreciate it now asa we've got to wrap it up I yep. really, really want to thank you for coming on. Dave, as always, class. We've had a top laugh. This has been really good. If you want to get hold of the show, we're on Twitter, at Love Island Cast. If you want to email us, it's theloveislandcast at gmail.com. And Asa, what's it, your band? Uh, A.K.A. Noel Gallagher. A.K.A. Noel G. You'll find us on, on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, Facebook page is A.K.A. Noel Gallagher Tribute. And, uh, yeah, you can see us. I think we've, we've just been in... In Hull, at Hull Fest this weekend, we've got Rock Prest coming up in Preston. Uh, we've got gigs coming up all across the northwest. So it'd be great to see you there. Good stuff. And if you're not sure who Acer is, he's the one with the bass drum that says hashtag Team Amber, guys. So uh, that's exactly <laughs> where you'll find Acer. Dave, anything to say before we go? More of a Liam man myself. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. As it was. <laughs>